Welcome to Books, the podcast, the only podcast about books. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we are Booksmen. Yeah. 2001, A Space Odyssey, Tom. Yeah. The Odyssey? Back, the original Back to the Future, because it's the future, but we've got to go back to oh, it. Oh, yeah. Because it's 2001, which is now the past. Tom, again, I got to say, reading this book mm-hmm. with the hindsight being 2020, I can confidently say none of this stuff happened in 2001. Yeah. Their predictions were wrong. I think this even, book should e- be pulled from the shelves. <laughs> even the stuff you've set up to this point, uh, very far-fetched. Yeah. From what I remember. No, nothing like what I experienced in 2001. I'm very excited. I haven't started watching the new season of uh, For All Mankind, but that's got a very, uh, you know, it's an alternate history and now they're in the 90s, which I feel like is, is would, again, I haven't watched any of this season, but I feel like it's very fun because I remember the 90s well. Well, this isn't going to be the 90s you remember. No, but part, but they're like mixing things together. One of which apparently is that somebody takes a video call on an Apple Newton. Hmm. Remember the Newton where you yeah, can write on it? I don't understand why. Uh, well,. You're only fascinated by Apple products. I had a Newton when I was a when I was a kid. Really? Yeah. You needed it. You needed a <laughs> personal organizer. No, or whatever that it was, was like a weird. I had a Tandy Color Computer Three, I believe it was. Okay. And it, this thing hey. sucked. This is the such a bad. Like I don't know, is what I asked for when I was a kid because I didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. You were a dumb kid. Uh, yeah, but like it wasn't IBM compatible, which was the big thing back right. then. You wanted IBM compatible. Yeah, but uh, I could have told you that. But I got a modem for it. They actually made a modem for it. I got on CompuServe with that. How and old I, were you? I was young. Like I was too young to be on the internet. Yeah. Uh, and I got uh, on CompuServe, and I got on like a, a message board or something, and I bought a Newton. This was like after it had already failed, I believe. Mm-hmm. I mean, it failed pretty quickly. But I got it at Newton like you were a weird kid, pretty cheap, and the Newton had a modem, so I could go on the modem. Uh, I could browse the internet on my Newton, right? Kind of. I, you know, I got on the internet at our friend Chris's house around the same time. The I don't only- know. This was real early. This is pre pre web browser internet. Yeah. And what we were able to do was download mm-hmm. the winners of the MTV Movie Awards. Wow! Before it aired. Oh but yeah, I think it was that just used like to be a thing. I think it was, like because they pre-taped the movie yeah. awards. The VMAs were live, but we didn't realize that. But also, I think it was just like a Hollywood Reporter article about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we just didn't have access. Like we could have gone to the newsstand and gotten it. Right. I don't know. Yeah, um, but we're like, oh man, we're gonna be uh, able, we're Michael gonna... Keaton and Michelle Pfeiffer won Best Kiss for Batman. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna be rich betting on this. <laughs> I we really did like spend an afternoon trying to figure out like, all right, how do we how do we make wagers on this? Yeah, um, I just remember like when I had this Newton, uh, when I would go online. I feel like it was around the same time that I was calling into a local radio show all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want to take back tim your accusation that i was a weird kid <laughs> what was i vaguely remember this you i uh i i think i was like punished one day and i had to like go i had to go to my parents room for some reason because your of my toys room. are in your room yeah probably yeah. uh so i was like Board, of course. So I, I put on uh, there. They like, had a phone in there. They had a phone, and they had you know an AM FM radio next to the nightstand. AM and FM, you said. Yeah, wow. and I forget if this was this might have been in. No, it must have been FM because they played music. Um, it was probably ninety four three. It was just kind of like no. It it was just kind of like weird, it, not weird. It was just like older people that I don't know what the hell the show. I think it was just they had to fill God knows how many hours, and they would just take calls. What was it, like was it like a weekend afternoon? No, it was a, it was a weekday afternoon. Okay, and I, uh, you know, they gave out the number. 
And I was like, all right, let me, let me try this number. I called up and I was like shocked that like literally they just answered the phone <laughs> on the air. And uh, I remember telling them like, yeah, I'm punished. Um, yeah, I had to be in there. Like, oh, that stinks. And talked to them for like a while about, I don't know, what was going on in school and stuff. And then they were like, yeah, we're going to send you some uh, tapes. We're going to send you some, uh, you know, like promo tapes they had. That's cool. And yeah, sure enough, like a week later, a package came with all these tapes. And then I like called them back up all the time and would just kind of be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you send me more tapes? <laughs> they were trying to get some more. Uh, oh, it's the punished kid. Hey, yeah, what other oh, hijinks are you getting up to? Yeah. And it was like, I don't know what I was even punished for. Probably like talking back or something. Yeah. Not even anything that interesting. Uh, but yeah, I just remember like being in my parents' bedroom. Uh, a lot around that time is either because I was called up the radio station or I was plugging the phone line into my Apple Newton to go online onto CompuServe to buy oh, yeah. weird things. When you said uh, the Newton had a modem, I was like, yeah. oh, cool. You just walk around. You could uh, do it at school. No, oh, no you need it had a to freaking be plugged uh, in. phone line. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It was very, very slow, but. I know, it was cool. <laughs> you had nothing to do, so... <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was like, okay. And I was, you know, laying on my, my parents' bed, so it was like, oh, it's comfortable. It mm. doesn't matter how long uh, this text-only thing you, takes to load. If you could mm. do it, and, like, your life isn't extended or whatever, your memories are wiped, <laughs> right? Right. Well, if you could already, be a kid... already getting complicated. If you could be a kid now uh-huh rather than the 90s oh. where like ipads like yeah. every kid has an iphone and all this stuff no nah, i don't no nah, i would want to do that right yeah it's too much yeah it's way it's too much for me as an adult as a yeah. kid it would just completely fuck me up forever yeah i was reading an article today in the new york times about uh uh how like the problem of uh uh, weed vaping with like teens nowadays. And teens just, are always up to no good. Well, and just reading about it, it's like, oh yeah, this is a nightmare because it's like, oh, they can get these uh, vape pens and they're you know ninety five percent THC. They're just like so high in THC, and you know their adolescent brain just gets addicted to the constant uh, vaping. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm glad that wasn't around when I was a kid. Uh, it probably would have that probably would have been me. No, did you drink in high? Oh, you did drink in high school. A little bit, not not a yeah. lot. I didn't because I knew I'd be like, oh, yeah. I'd go too hard. <laughs> but but I didn't. I didn't smoke weed in high school or anything. No. But like I don't know the the nowadays with the vapes, like oh, you can plug that into USB. Oh, I'll take a look. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a little interested in this. No, I mean, it just made it sound, this article, at least, I mean, this article was also like very fear mongering where it was like, they were, they were talking about this one girl and it was like, she had been like rushed to the hospital multiple times for like, uh, stomach problems, like throwing up a lot. And at no point did like anyone feel it necessary to mention that she was like s vaping weed from sun up to sundown, past sundown even, bed bedtime to wake up time, wake up time to bedtime. Yeah, and uh, and beyond. And apparently that's what was doing it. It was like some weird condition that like doesn't happen unless literally you're vaping 95% THC you know 18 hours a day well don't do it kids don't do it it's well, a gateway that, drug. well and like uh uh you know these uh jewels just got uh banned my jewels. My jewels. Well, at first I was afraid. I thought it was the Alaskan singer-songwriter Jewel who yeah. had been uh, canceled. Yeah. But then I found out it was- Why? Because she misused the word casualty um, in a poem, Kurt Loder? Is that why you had her canceled? <laughs> Jim, is that a real thing? Yeah. Oh, you boy, that's stuck in your- I, You don't remember? You don't remember Kurt Loder criticizing her for using the word casualty wrong in her book of poems? And he's like, I think you mean casualness, not casualty. And, uh, <laughs> Did he say this on MTV News? Yeah, it was during an interview, and she got, like, uh, understandably- 
I'm really upset. Yeah. Um, I read an interview with her recently about that, and she was just like, this was the best. Like, I expanded beyond MTV pop stardom, and they couldn't stand that. Yeah, I was probably a, true. I was a legitimate poet. Um, I had the best-selling book of poetry in history. And it's like, yeah, that's because you were an MTV pop star. Like, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like, oh, and I was also a really good poet. It's like they advertised your book to the people that liked yeah, your music n- name, videos. Name the the five best-selling poets of all time behind you, Jewel. Robert Frost. Um, I want to say... Dr. Uh, Seuss? Right. Do you include Dr. Seuss? That's yeah, of course. Shel Silverstein? And Dr. Ruth. <laughs> Dr. Ruth is not a poet. Uh, and the uh, Gorman, Amanda Gorman. Wow. Remember when uh, that Amanda Gorman, she read a poem at the uh, oh, that's the inauguration, yeah. mm-hmm. and everybody was like, I've always known who she was and loved her. <laughs> I've <laughs> always suddenly, been a very big poetry fan. Yeah, I've, I've, I loved her work. Uh, yeah, of course I know this uh, this young lady. It's a good poem, I guess. I don't know. I, yeah. I zone out. I, I, I just remember after that, she got like like a huge book deal, and it was like, uh, everybody relax. I don't think <laughs> I don't think poetry's back. Uh, she's not going to do jewel numbers here. <laughs> yeah, this is a, a, a jewel situation. Um, somebody, some other pop star put out a book of poetry too. I want to say, I want Anthony Kiedis or somebody like that. Ooh, that would be rough. <laughs> step aside, bonafide ride. Step aside, my Johnson. <laughs> I got stopped by a lady cop in my <laughs> automobile. She said, "Get out, and spread your legs," and she tried to cop a feel. <laughs> I would buy a book of poetry. By I mean, him. that's pretty much Shel Silverstein's deal. <laughs> um. What was I talking about? Oh, Jewel. Yeah. The, these jewels getting banned. And I was reading, uh, I think it was like on Reddit or something. And people were pointing out, which is 100% uh, the case, I believe, based on like the litter I see around, where they were like, oh, teens aren't buying Jewel anymore. They're buying these like disposable Chinese nicotine things that they sell at, you know, corner shops and stuff that like, who knows what the hell is yeah. in that? But yeah, they're they're uh, stronger and cheaper and more convenient than jewels, and they come in you know the fruity flavors that Jewel got rid of to try and I forget if they had to or they were just trying to stop themselves from being banned. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That just struck me as like a weird like. Hey, you're banning like why jewel? Why not all these things? Yeah, there's a conspiracy, Tom. Well, I read a conspiracy because they're owned by I think Altera, which is, is that they, Philip Morris. Yeah, yeah, something like that. That uh, they cost more to make than cigarettes, so that they they want to get rid of them, so kids just go back to smoking cigarettes. Mm. Which, like, I'm kind of like, are they cheaper than cigarettes? They seem pretty cheap to make. Like, I think you're overestimating how expensive, like, a little plastic vial costs. I, for some reason on Reddit, am now being served, like, conspiracy subs. Great. Um, The people in these subreddits... Yeah. Are the dumbest fucking people on earth? <laughs> Everything. It's it, almost like they let anyone post on there. But like, honestly, like these conspiracy theorists think they're so fucking smart, and they're like, think about it for two seconds. Yeah. Um, dumbest people on earth. Like, blood boilingly uh, maddening. And you're you're sitting there like, of course Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. Look at the charges <laughs> he was facing. Yeah. Uh, Tom. Uh, Mark made a comment on our last episode. Okay. You said it in a way that was like, like racking my brain like, Mark, Mark, Mark. How do I know a Mark? (laughs) I thought you thought I was telling you to like, mark this down. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I remember a while ago on the main show, Tim was saying he wanted to stop saying, guess what so much. (laughs) I think he said it about 60 times this episode. Well, guess what? Guess what, Mark? <laughs> Comment of the week. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
So it's, you're you're encouraging people to No, I'm just showing what a big man I am. <laughs> Remember you uh you assumed that every week was gonna be like, oh, the thing that roasts Tom the most is gonna be the comment of the week. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, but, this one roasted me. All right. So one that roasts him, and now you're gonna do like twenty comments of the week that roast me. Tom Tim, all you care about is engagement. Tom, I know. I think we need to really up the engagement on Patreon.com. That's what the boys upstairs are saying. Exactly. So uh, remember, keep using those hashtags. Hashtag Suit Squad. <laughs> hashtag Guess What. <laughs> and sound off in the comments. It makes a difference. Hey, thanks to you, we're number one on the charts. <laughs> well, is that true? I haven't yeah, looked at the, the charts, charts yet this yeah. week. Wow, all right. Yeah, the so. books charts? Yeah. The books podcast charts. Oh, okay. The books of the podcast chart. <laughs> the private, private paid only books podcast charts. Yeah. Where the numbers are self-reported. We're doing a great job. Tim, I teased, well, if people are listening to this one that came out, they don't know yet, but I teased in the uh, regular episode of- uh, Which we record first, but release second. In a very smart way. Uh, uh the complete guide to everything. Don't look it up. It's not important. About an idea I have for a palate cleanser series after Books of Podcasts. Ooh, after 2001? After or 2001. Do you think we should end Books of the Podcast? No, forever? no, no. Because Books of Podcasts, I feel like the format's good. Sound do off in the comments. Do you think we should end the Books of the Podcast? Sound off in the comments. Yeah. Hashtag um, Suit Squad. And then sound off in the comments what you think about this idea. Tim, what Hashtag, if- what do you think about this idea? <laughs> Hashtag guess what? Hashtag what do you think about this idea? Hashtag suit squad. What do you think about this idea? After we're done with 2001 of Space Odyssey, we do a seven part series analyzing episode by episode the new series Man vs. B starring Rowan Atkinson. <laughs> um. <laughs> It has to be seven parts or I'm not doing it. (laughs) What is the premise of the show? Tim, it's a man. Get this. He's, uh, he's, I believe, house sitting. Okay. And a bee gets into the house. (laughs) It's seven episodes. Seven episodes of just him trying to get this fucking bee out of the house. All right. I think uh, sound off in the comments is seven episodes too much. <laughs> or should cover. we just binge watch Man vs. B? Or we B. can do two at a time or something. But uh, I mean, honestly, I feel like we we just need to binge watch. Yeah, I feel like they they turned a movie. They just Rowan Atkinson came to him with a movie he made, and they were like, "Great, we'll chop it up into seven parts." <laughs> seven. One hour and 15 minute parts. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But, uh, you know, and I thought about it because I was reading today, you know, he's out there doing press, of course, for man. Crying cancel culture. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why, Rowan Atkinson? How is Mr. P going to get canceled? He said literally something about like, if comedy isn't offending, it's not doing their job. It's not doing its job. Everybody's offended by some kind of comedy. Who the fuck's offended by Mr. Bean? Turkeys? Turkeys when he put the turkey on his head? His girlfriend that he ignores all the time? Nobody's offended by... It was just the craziest thing I've yeah. ever read by a comedian of like uh, being anti-cancel culture when it's like, Mr. Bean, you are you're, not. You're uncancelable, Bean. Nobody's talking about canceling you. Relax. They're talk- I mean, honestly, it, I, I do think, I mean, not nowadays, but I do think old Rowan Atkinson an absolute genius at the top of his game doing I think mis- he's still very funny doing Mr. Bean. I and I, I prefer him when he doesn't talk. I, and I do think yeah, I mean I, I guess I'm shortchanging him by saying like oh not nowadays. Mm. I still think he's very funny in things he does nowadays, just not at that same level. I liked that character he did at the uh, opening ceremony of the Olympics. <laughs> Who was not it Mr. Was Bean. It was not Mr. Bean. It was um, very funny. 
But I feel like him coming out and saying it, I mean, I guess maybe it is brave because it's like, no, people are talking about people like beneath your station, Rowan Atkinson, like people that are out there, people like Ricky Gervais out there doing like just cheap jokes at, at people's expense to get laughs where it's like, no, you're like defending people who aren't as careful about their their art as you are. Right. Uh, I don't know. It just seems, I guess you just get to a certain age and you're just like, I think a lot of people, you get to a certain age and a certain bank account number. And you're just like, and also don't understand what cancellation is. Yeah. Where it's like, I don't know. Like if you don't understand the internet, you don't know that like, uh, if people are going to talk shit about you on, uh, on Twitter and say how out of touch your shit is. If you're over 50, they're going to do that. If you're over 40, they're going to do it either way. Right. That does and not that, mean you're canceled. Yeah, you're that not, doesn't affect your career. The reason you're not, the, the reason like John Cleese isn't getting like movie roles anymore is because he's 100 years old. Yeah. And, like, and the you, people that go to movies don't know who he is anymore. And it's also like sad when like you see him in something and he's like, oh, like really old. Yeah. It's like, oh, I remember when he was young and funny. Yeah. If he um, wants to get, if he wants to like go tour as uh, the ghost from the Harry Potter movies, it's like, sure. Hmm. Right? He was a ghost in that yeah, or I he was in a picture. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, that's are all Are you people... calling movies, uh, are you uh, like a Hollywood guy? Uh, well, was Pictures. he in that picture? <laughs> I call movies shows. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, you know, that's just the way shit goes. You're old and you're not going to get cast in things now because they're going to cast Chris Hemsworth to do that yeah. role instead of you. Sorry, Tim Allen. They're going to can uh, they're going to cast uh, Captain America, which leads into my movie hot take, Tom. Oh, okay. Uh, another thing promised in uh in the the episode of the Pixar's Lightyear. Uh-huh. People are very concerned about what is this uh chris evans evans tweeted that it was based on a man but the beginning of the movie says that it's a movie that the toy was based on not the man um and if that's the case why are we just seeing it for the first time in 2022 if it came out potentially in the 80s or the 90s um i think anybody who uh who's uh angry about this or up in arms about this um should shut up <laughs> should yeah who cares it's a dumb movie for kids and and they're like and furthermore the movie is bad it's like yeah it was made for seven-year-olds <laughs> it wasn't made for a 35 year old to overthink what that means for the world building well i mean if the movie's bad i i think it's fine to say like ah this movie's bad but yeah if you're like it's bad because it doesn't match up with what we learned in Toy Story in 1997 or whatever. The director said in an interview that this is a movie that um, came out in 1986 that Andy from Toy Story Mm -hmm. watched and bought the toy from in 1995. But this doesn't seem like a movie that would have come out in 1986. (laughs) Yeah, well, we don't live in a cartoon world either. We don't live in a world where where toys come to life. wouldn't we have heard about this movie? <laughs> like, well, in the world of the movie, when the when Toy Story came out and it was Buzz Lightyear, a toy, you weren't like, um, I've never, I've never heard, heard of that. It, but you understand that it's a movie world. Yeah. Well, and same thing with the uh, uh, Woody's from like an old TV show, yeah. right? Woody's Roundup, I think it was it called. Is. Something yeah, like that. I just watched Toy Story two the other day. It's a good yeah. movie. Um, look, stop having opinions about uh, children's movies. The world's fucking on fire. <laughs> if you're going to get outraged, so like either watch movies and enjoy them, and if you don't like them, just like uh, shit talk them with your friends. But if you're going to like publicly, like you know, uh, take a stance and be angry yeah. about something, make it about fucking like 
gun control or, <laughs> or or climate change or something. Not about an outrage of like, if this movie really came out in 1986, why are we just hearing about it for the first time? Well, there a uh, similar thing. That I, uh, no spoilers here, but I, I just finished watching Obi-Wan Kenobi, which I really liked on uh, on Disney+. Plus. I don't think it, it was earth shattering. I don't think it changed, you know, my opinion on the world. But but it was fun. I like Ewan McGregor a lot as an actor. Me and McGregor. <laughs> you and McGregor, <laughs> yeah. Um, I've I've I think I've talked to you on the show about Doctor Sleep and how underrated Doctor Sleep is. I know people people love it. I'm told to watch the director's, director's cut. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think I have the Blu-ray. I could probably lend it to you. Mm, I have time to watch. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but uh, uh, I really liked it. But after like episode three, uh, Hayden Christensen's in it too. That's not a secret. It's not a spoiler. Mm-hmm. And of course, in the timeline now, he's not Anakin Skywalker. He's Darth Vader. And uh, I think he pops up in like episode two. And then episode three, him and Ewan McGregor, Obi-Wan, have a fight. Mm-hmm. And Obi-Wan loses. And all these people online were like, in Star Wars, episode four, A New Hope, when they meet, uh, Darth Vader says, the last time we met, uh, I was the student and you were the teacher. How does this make any sense? And it's like, you fucking idiots. You think Darth Vader is not going to come back in the last episode and they're going to have another fight and Obi-Wan's going to beat him? Come on. The show's called Obi-Wan Kenobi. And people were so upset because they were like, oh, they... They made him so weak. They made him lose. And it's like, that's how fucking stories work. You can't have him just be overpowered the whole time. So dumb people always had opinions. They just didn't have connections <laughs> yeah. to, uh, to us. The, yeah, They exactly. couldn't get these dumb opinions to us all the time. Yeah. Us, the some of the smartest men out there. The freaking uh, brain trust. Yeah. Speaking of which, Tim, you're reading a book like a real smart man. Yeah, I read be. a whole book, Tom. Oh, you're done with the book. Space Odyssey, yeah. Um, and I suspect, um, mm-hmm. look. Speaking of space. I suspect. Were we? We, we were speaking of Buzz Lightyear and oh, yeah. Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Um, this is a real space-themed episode of 2001 A Space <laughs> Odyssey. <laughs> we, we somewhat <laughs> were on topic. Um, the end gets a little uh, esoteric here. Uh, well, I would expect nothing less. Do you remember what happened last time at uh, the end of part four? I I maybe don't remember the exact end, but I remember Hal was acting up. Hal told him like the the antenna to communicate back with Earth wasn't working right. They replaced it. Then they had to like replace it again. And then Earth was like, "This antenna's working fine." Hal's screwy. Hal's uh, uh, acting up. Yeah, kills all the rest of the guys on the ship. Yeah, the rest of the guys they get like uh, thrown out the airlock, yeah, right? Like, fucks up the whole ship. Yeah. Um, Bowman has to disconnect Hal. Uh, yeah, he sh- it sounds like he should have done that a while ago. And before do you remember? He killed all those people. Do you remember uh, he had to tell Mission Control like what happened? Yeah. And he's like, "All right, it's just me alone in this big ship now." Yeah. And Mission Control had to be like. All right, now we got to tell you what the real mission oh, was. Oh, right. And you didn't you didn't get to that, did you? No, we did. We were just drunk. What's the real mission? Um, now it's time for the real mission, Tom. Mm. Uh, do you remember the monolith? Yes. Do you remember the oh, one they right. found on the moon? Yes. And the like Yeah, they, sending a signal out. Yeah, and, and you know, they they found that the signal was deep space um mm-hmm. past Saturn. Um he's going to see Jupiter? What the deal is. Is he going to Jupiter? No, Saturn. Okay. They passed Jupiter already. And the problem was he got more stupider. <laughs> and I probably did too, because I forgot the order of the planets. Yeah. I thought um, Saturn was before Jupiter. Let's see. Is that a, a, order a Mandela of effect planets. thing? Did they change the planets? They change no. which way these planets. Tim, apparently right now in the morning, if you go outside, you can see five planets at the same time. Really? Yeah. Up in the sky. Not not anywhere else. You got the sun. That's not a planet. 
Hold on. This, I know this that much, sucks. Tim. Hold on. This, this, this sucks. <laughs> no, this, this one, like, it, 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 the lines going from planet to planet on the picture that was here. All right. Then the closest to the sun, you got Mercury. Mercury. Then Venus. Yep. Then Earth. Third rock from the sun. And then Mars. Mm-hmm. And then. Where do where did and you evidently go to it, get more stupider? It, Jupiter, then Saturn, mm-hmm. then Neptune, then Uranus, then you say Neptune. Uranus, yeah, because urine is funnier to say than anus. <laughs> That's why I say yeah, it that exactly. Way. <laughs> and um, then Neptune, and then Pluto, but not anymore. Right, but then they like put it back for a minute. <sighs> Who knows? Who can keep track Who of all gives that? Gives a shit. So anyway, mm-hmm. he's there to essentially to look for extraterrestrial life and like mm-hmm. figure out what's going on there. All right, so he's alone in space, hurtling towards Saturn, getting yeah. further and further. There's a lot of like philosophical stuff in this in this uh, section, and we're mm-hmm. talking about uh, the end of the book, parts five and six. Okay. Um, so he had to like fix the ship. Mm-hmm. He was thinking about like, uh, um, like. What happened with Hal? Um, he kind of like uh, comes to terms with, you know, Hal probably like got all worked up. I, I'm not sure exactly uh, <laughs> the way he justified it, but it was just like, um, whatever. He was just like, like it went haywire. Yeah, but he was like, it was like Hal got too smart and got like yeah. paranoid, right? And like. He's like, oh, I could see like this happening to a person, like kind of space madness, Mm. and an AI is gonna like have the same thing, like be susceptible to the same stuff. Space madness. Space madness. Mm -hmm. They don't say space madness, but that's what I kind of took it to be. I mean, look, all of us are afraid of catching space madness, even even uh, us on Earth, afraid of space madness. Also, chapter by chapter here. So, like, we're following, essentially, Bowman, the protagonist of this part. Yeah, well, dude, there's nobody else to follow at this point. Right. But then they're, they're like, uh, then the omniscient uh, narrator, narrator mm-hmm. will come in God. and, like, explain. Uh, yeah, God <laughs> will come in and explain a lot of things. <laughs> so, like, yeah, we're, we're seeing everything through Bowman's, you know, eyes here as mm-hmm. he's, like, preparing and thinking about, like, Hell and what happened and like what he needs to do. He like accepts death at one point a little bit later. So it's like uh what do they call it? Like close third person omniscient where it's like it, or maybe that's not what it is, but it's like it's it's omniscient, but we're also like in the protagonist exactly. head a lot. Yeah. But then like for a chapter it'll zoom out and be like, here's what people think about extraterrestrials in yeah. this world. So okay. it's just like um some scientists believe, and like then Bowman is nowhere here. We're not following him, and it's just kind of like um, some people think that they're gods. Yeah. Some people think that um, they're so far away at this point that they'll that like they won't yeah, be able to we'll make never, the trip back, right? Um, and that they came here and put the monoliths there and then left, and like you know it'll be you know thousands of years before they can come back. So like. Just basically, oh, there's a lot of talk about like, oh, maybe they operate through wormholes. Mm -hmm. And these are all theories and nobody knows. There's like a whole chapter about that. I think, wait, hold on, what's it called? So, yeah, because it's called Concerning ETs. Yeah, so it's a world uh, where they know. I'll tell you a concerning ET. (laughs) When he was in that uh, tent and turned all gray, I was concerned. Yeah, it's like shit. Yeah. Remember when that guy came in, he said, oh, E.T., you look like shit. (laughs) It was Steven Spielberg breaking the fourth wall. He's wearing a hat and everything. We got to get this guy some Gatorade. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, so basically there's a world where uh, they know at least one extraterrestrial civilization has existed at some point in the past, but I have no idea if it still exists. And right. in all likelihood, probably doesn't, right? Well, that's, because, what, that's what this whole mission it's is. it's like, like this was buried on the moon it, a million yeah. years ago or whatever they think. once light hit it, then it like went. Right. So haywire. it's like the odds that that civilization's still out there and would be able to get back here before we're extinct. Yeah. Right. So anyway, uh, he had to adapt to a solitary way of life. Um, 
he uh they talk about like music he was listening to to make to make sure he wasn't going crazy like yeah, he made sure that David it had like Bowie, uh, probably. classical plays some shakespeare just so it's like it's before david bowie oh yeah um but 2001 they could have predicted him they didn't predict <laughs> they, a lo- he didn't much. try and predict like he listened to uh, Hit Me Baby One More Time by Britney <laughs> Spears, a recent hit before he had left. Um. So anyway, there's a lot for like, it's, you know, him trying not to go crazy and yeah. uh, having a, a routine. And, and probably because this book sold, they were like, because it's the future, of course, he was able to bring with him upwards of five hours of audio. <laughs> Well, I mean, you saw contained within one tiny room. Um, so they're getting closer and closer, or he's getting closer and closer to Saturn. Mm. Um, he sees the other moons. Um, they so there's this whole thing about the rings. You know about the rings of Saturn? Yeah, I know about the rings of Saturn. Um, so essentially, the ship was supposed to become like uh, another moon of Saturn and start orbiting Saturn. Okay. Um. And then, uh, and actually, this happens, and uh, meet up with uh, J- Japetus. Did we ever figure out what this is? It's like a, a, a well, it's probe a moon. that they it's sent. A moon. Oh, no. the moon. Okay, but um, that's not a moon I've heard about before. I've heard about Titan a lot. I feel like I forget if Titan's Saturn or Jupiter. I think it's Saturn. Let's see what YouTube is Europa is a moon of Jupiter, I believe, where they Jesus. think. Excuse me. Jeratus? Jeratus. Jeratus? Jeratus. No. Who's saying this? Is this Hal? Jeratus? Jeratus. Sure. Let's say Jeratus. Jeratus. Who Now who's this talking? This is learning words. They only have 1.1 thousand subscribers. Okay. Anyway, it's a moon of of Saturn. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, they get there. He gets there. Mm-hmm. He's like, "There's a he's one." He's like in orbit, or he lands on it. Um, he's in orbit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a word, and he's like, "Oh, there's like a big building or something." Oh yeah, well that's a big uh, clue. <laughs> That that there might be uh, something extraterrestrial. Yeah, and then he's like, "Oh my god, it's at least a mile high." Wow, it looks just like. Don't say the World Trade Center. The monolith. Oh, okay. That we found, but he said, "You remember they called it TMA dash one?" Yes. He calls it TMA dash one's big brother. Mmm, makes sense. So, Tom, you know what they call it? And this was when yeah, I almost I think stopped. he has told me TMA1's big brother. No, that's what... Uh, he that's calls what, it. Yeah, that's what Bowman calls it. They call it uh, home base? No, this made me almost close the book. <laughs> oh, what, less than 100 pages from the, the end. What they call it is um, the name of my... Do you know this? The least favorite... My least favorite movie I ever saw in a theater. <laughs> I don't know. I saw it with AJ Quashi. Solaris? Stargate. Stargate, okay. I knew it had to be something. Yeah. I actually don't think I saw it with AJ. Okay. I think he just told me at a later date that that was his favorite movie. And I was like, come on, man. And he's like, actually, my favorite movie is as good as it gets. So I was a big fan of sneakers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who isn't a big fan of sneakers? I don't think I've ever actually seen sneakers. Wait, let's, hey, let's do that. We'll do a Seven bean, episodes. A bean <laughs> sneakers double feature. Um, Did you say B or bean? Because I want to be clear to him. He's not playing Mr. Bean oh, in this. Right. Man, but he puts B in there. <laughs> uh, man versus B. Okay. Um, what if a man was a bean? What would we call him? Here's another uh, one of those. Guess what, Tom? Uh, yeah, the uh, Tim's famous catchphrase. Comment of the week. Um, I'm not mad, though. Um, <laughs> you mad, bro? <laughs> the uh, 
This is, it, it switches again and kind of tells you about these ETs now. Okay. Um, basically, um, there was an extraterrestrial civilization, mm-hmm. and they traveled around the universe. Yeah. And the idea was to kind of um, encourage the development of life. So you remember when they were with the apes? Yeah. They like helped they were like them. apes come on get your shit together yeah exactly and like got them to evolve yeah, to, to start making for, tools for civilization and that was the the point they wanted to do that throughout the, the universe the cosmos uh-huh. yeah which is uh kind of cool right hmm. right to what end i think just to you know, I know. be nice I, I, guess. I think i'd probably be happier as an ape but the ape, the point is, like the apes were gonna die out. Oh, okay. Like they. Well, then like, I guess I'd be happy. The monolith kind of taught them the instilled the skills that that was the survival of the species. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, they couldn't stick around, so they, uh, you know, they they left the the, the monolith there. Yeah. But guess what? what? They evolved <laughs> over time. The aliens did. The yeah. ETs, mm-hmm. of course. So no more bodies, Tom. Yeah, fuck bodies. They figured out how to store their brains in machines. Yep, that's the way to do it. And ultimately learned to store their thoughts in light. Mm. And so they were freed from all matter and yeah, all time. They're, they're just light beings at exactly. this point. Yeah. And this is when things get a little heady for me. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people. I mean, it kind of makes sense. It's like... Well, if if we were around for like a million years, we wouldn't be these meat sacks anymore. We would figure out like, okay, well, these things die that our consciousness are in. We need to transfer our consciousness to right. something else. And then, yeah, beyond that, it's like, oh, a creature of just pure light. Yeah, exactly. And it that's would, where it, it kind of loses. Yeah, me. I mean, it's... It, because as far as we know, that creature doesn't exist, so it's hard to wrap your head around what right. a creature of light would be. Yeah. All right. So anyway, Bowman, mm-hmm. he's like, I'm going to get in one of these like, now little- Now Shadow Man. We know what those are, and you got to be careful about them. Huh? Shadow Men. I don't, I'm, Tom, I'm, I'm not inviting this kind of discussion. <laughs> don't, yeah. Don't invite Shadow Men into your house. No. You're going to be in but trouble. they have to be invited. Um. So he gets in. Uh, guess what, Tom? He gets in a, uh, a, a like a rover thing. Okay, to go um, down to the. No, he's already on the surface. No, no. Remember, he was uh, orbiting it. So yes, he's going okay. on to the. So surface. now he's going down. He's like, let me get a look at this Stargate. Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> let, let me see if this is uh, the uh, mile high monolith that uh, Bob Denver was talking about. Bob Denver. Yeah. When was you talking about it? Isn't he the one who had the song Mile High? Rocky Mountain High. Rocky Mountain High. That was John Denver. Bob John. Denver was Gilligan. <laughs> you know, I always get them mixed up. I know. Their last names are both Denver. What I heard, Tom, is that John Denver was a real big dick. Really? Yeah. I, I've I've heard the opposite. Yeah, me a nice too. Guy. And he did that whole uh, Christmas album with the Muppets. He was out there saying he was a real dick. It's a Bob Denver. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Pardo, Tom. Oh, really? Yeah. How does Jimmy Pardo know? I don't know. He knows about things yeah. like that. All right. Um. Anyway, guess what? The Stargate opens. Mm-hmm. Um. It's full of stars. Makes sense. Right in the name. Um. Opened and closed and disappeared. Oh, shit, he didn't get through it in time. Oh, he did. Oh, I see. That's why it closed. You know where he's going? Probably fucking real far away. Tim's flipping through pages of the book. To Grand Central. Oh, Grand Central, yeah, that's uh, uh, 42nd Street? No, something different in this book. Oh, I see. He's got. He's like in like hyperspeed or something. He's seeing uh, stars go crazy whew, whew, by him. Um, I feel uh, like I remember seeing this part from the movie and things. Yeah, and oh, at this point, he's just like, oh, like before he even gets to the Stargate, like when he's he's like, oh, nobody's ever coming from for me. Like this yeah. is it for me. Like I'm well, going I to was, die. Yeah, I was gonna say like even to begin with when he's going out to Saturn, it's like, well, what's the plan to get back home? 
Well, the thing is, they were going to send another ship, right? And but... like it was like that. That was always that was always. Oh, thing. okay. Um, you were drunk when I said that last. But time. are they going to do it now when it's just him, or are they going to be like, yeah, fuck him? Yeah, and I think he's <laughs> just kind of like at this point, like I got to see what this is, and he's just like, yeah, like I'm going to die, and he's actually just like. Also, there's a lot of talk about like perspective, and like, mm-hmm. um, I'll get more to this about, but like the. Uh, there's a lot about like uh, um, interpersonal stuff and like the further he gets away and getting the perspective and seeing how insignificant life and yeah. our conflicts on earth are, right. the more he feels like at peace. And mm-hmm. it's just kind of like, so I think he's just like, I'm the only guy that's ever fucking seen this thing. Yeah. Like, I'm, I am going to die, but like, let's have a good time essentially. <laughs> yeah. Like let's, let's, let's do this. Hey, let's shit. let our hair down. Yeah. Um, let's go through that portal. So uh, there was a bunch of buildings, mm-hmm. and the sky was white, but the stars were black. Wow. And it's like, what is going on here? Am I in, like, backwards to- am, I, am I in topsy-turvy land? But then uh, it turns out he was just passing through a grand central station of the galaxy, mm. um, and he got sucked into, like, one of the black stars, which I think was just, like, another, like, part Portal. of the universe. Yeah, exactly. Mm, like a wormhole. Um, then he saw stars again, you know, he's, you know, uh, and, oh, and he like came out, I think this is what happened. Like he came out and it was like a wormhole because mm-hmm. he sees like, like it looked like, uh, distorted, uh, as if a rent in the fabric of the space had been repaired. Like mm. it was like, and then it went like, and closed back up. Mm-hmm. Um, Hopefully listeners can, uh, picture can... this based on our sound effects. <laughs> Um, anyway, he's, you know, in this new galaxy and then, Mm. um, guess what? What? Suddenly he's in a luxury hotel room. Oh, nice. Looks like he picked the right door. Yeah. Um, it's like a normal earth. Not, not alien centric, not some weird bed. No. I mean, there is some like weird pod thing in there. Okay. But, uh. Just ignore that. Yeah. Um, and there's a TV there. Nice. And he watches TV and he's like, huh, all the TV, so like, all the oh, TV shows are like, uh, about aliens. Two years old. Oh, okay. And you realize, oh, <laughs> that's how long it took happening. for the signal to get there. Yeah. They're trying to make me comfortable with what I know. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so that's why they're putting on old episodes of the Andy Griffith show for me. Yeah, and he's loving it. He's jacking off to it. He's jacking off to it. <laughs> to the Andy Griffith show, yeah. Um. Anyway. Um, so he, who's he jacking off? Aunt B? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, I guess he's been I've in space for a long time. I've never seen an episode of uh, the Andy Griffith show. Though. I think that's what her name was. I- yeah. If so, I'm going to congratulate myself on that poll. There's a refrigerator in there, and mm-hmm. like, there's like uh, the beer brand that he knows and some food brands that he knows, but when he opens it up, it's just, I think, green goo or blue goo, ah, and he's fuck. like, yeah, it tastes fine. Like he it's, it tastes like what he's expecting? No, or it's just like it, it, tastes, just tastes, it tastes okay. He's like, for goo, it's all right. Yeah. Um. And he realized, uh, you know, oh, I know what's going on. Um, okay, I'm gonna go to sleep. And uh, <laughs> I often think that, oh, I know what's going on. All right, I'm gonna go to sleep. So, for the last time, mm. David Bowman slept. Is that it? Nope. Oh. Guess what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I guess I do say that a lot. I thought you were doing it on purpose. <laughs> that that part, I was the other times, <laughs> but uh, this time, was, um, his memory mm-hmm. is being downloaded from his brain. He's going to become a being of light. He's being reborn, Tom. Mm. He's being reborn as reborn, reborn, reborn as an immortal being, Tom. Nice. That's the best thing he can be reborn as. Yeah. Um, now that he's light, mm-hmm. he can just zoom Zip around. Zip around willy-nilly. So what he does, goes and looks at Earth. Yeah. Now, Tom, I'm going to read the entire last chapter to you oh, right now. Oh, Tim, I don't know if we have time for that. Tom, it's less than a page. 
There before him, a glittering toy no star child could resist. He's a star child now. Right. Floated, uh, uh, there before him, a glittering star toy no star child could resist. Um, Doing a great job. (laughs) Floated the planet Earth with all its peoples. Uh Uh-huh. He had returned in time. Down there on that crowded globe, Mm -hmm. the alarms would be flashing across the radar screens. The great tracking telescopes would be searching the skies, and history as men knew it would be drawing to a close. Mm. A thousand miles below, he became aware that a slumbering cargo of death had awoken and was stirring sluggishly in its orbit. The feeble energies it contained were no possible menace to him, but he preferred a cleaner sky. He put forth his will, and the circling megatons flowered in a silent detonation that brought a brief false dawn to half the sleeping globe. Then he waited, marshalling his thoughts and brooding over his still untested powers. For though he was master of the world, he was not quite sure what to do next but he would think of something. And that's it? Yeah. Do you know what that means? Uh, nuclear war? Yeah. So I had to like, you know, like ruminate on this mm-hmm. for a minute. and then, But like, you think back, this whole book is obsessed with nuclear war. Yeah, it's, and it's, it was written during the 60s, Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, uh, and like also about like the pettiness of yeah. man's conflicts yeah, on yeah. Earth and um, how like... We should evolve past these these disagreements, right? Because, especially um, the Cold War, when it's like, you know, there there wasn't even really a beef there. It was just like, who's going to be in charge? Exactly. So, uh, as reborn as Star Child, a an immortal mm. being of light, he comes back to Earth and he sees that, like, oh shit, the nukes have been launched. Yeah, and good he thing just kind of takes them and he's like, I'm going to detonate them while they're still in the sky. Mm-hmm. Save the world from nuclear war, and then it's kind of like uh, the end of the graduate. It's like now what? Now what? Now I'm probably gonna have to do it again when they're like those missiles didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Send the others. But like it seemed like no problem for him to yeah. do. Wow. Well, um, good for him. But uh, it's so strange to me that this whole journey was just about like it's like a anti nukes parable just, or something. Just getting yeah. back to Earth as a yeah. star child to stop nuclear war. Yeah. Um, cool book, cool yeah. as hell, and also like I feel like this will demystify the movie that so many people think is so confusing. Yeah. I think like people are like, I've heard for like decades, people are like, trippy movie makes no sense. <laughs> you and, can't make heads or tails of it, man. And then there's just a book that explains all of it in like very simple, uh, yeah. like uh enormous detail well it sounds like a great book tim i'd like to borrow it after you're now that you're done with it tom i can't what i'm sending it to thomas but i'll borrow it first tom you can borrow it if you'd like no send it to thomas i was thinking what i might do he earned it just there's a nicer version of this book Uh uh-huh with uh what like uh fancier words like a a hard cover (laughs) like uh they have it at at green light books yeah i saw it the other day when we so you'll buy that book to give me no i might give that to thomas you promised him this okay i'll give him this one you get the shit i mean you promised him a spider but sound off in the comments do you want the trade paperback that was read by yours truly. Yeah. I mean, it's a nice looking trade paperback. Yeah. It's not like the movie edition or, or something. Or do you want the... Hold on. Let me let me see what it's called. Well, Tom, we got, Tom, a, few, we got yeah. a few minutes to kill, yeah, too. No, I'm sighing about like, Thomas, look, Tim's not going to send you either of these things. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, I'm a man of my word. Tom, this is week three of uh, comment of the week, and I'm really killing it on that one. All right, but I, but I'll believe it when I see it when you mail somebody something. You, well, you're not gonna. I'm not gonna like uh, Facetime you while I do it. Well, send me the tracking number so I can track it as well. Tom, the search. Oh, it is working. Um, <laughs> Are you gonna say the search doesn't work on the internet? Yeah, oh, it's no longer in stock there. Yeah, yeah, it's what I thought. What do you mean? That's what you thought? That you'd find some reason. Oh, it is. Um. It's the Penguin Galaxy. Whoa. Hardcover. Tom, look at this cover. 
You have to turn your computer it's a to me. Fiftieth anniversary. That's a cool cover. Yeah. How much is that? Uh, would that set you back? Less than one jumping spider. <laughs> well, it sounds like a good deal then. Yeah. All right. Well, Thomas, uh, it's up to you. I guess Tim's just going to have you continually answer questions. It's, uh, Tom, it drives engagement. <laughs> Until he hopes you forget. I'm not. No, Tom. I'm keeping him engaged every week. Uh, are you going to watch the movie as well? Hell yeah. I'm Is it, so it's on HBO Max? It's on HBO Max, everybody. Okay. Yeah. Um. So give it a shot. Yeah, I'll, I'll post my mom's password in the uh, show notes I mean, so everybody can watch. <laughs> sign up for a free trial. You know what I've been doing, Tom? What? If you have a Roku, just download yeah. all the apps. You can uh, you can uh, start a free trial mm-hmm. of HBO like through the Roku channel. Yeah, for seven days mm-hmm. and immediately cancel it. it. Like as soon as you sign up cancel it and it still lets you finish it still lets you finish the seven days okay and then you can do that on apple tv yeah you can sign up for a free trial there immediately cancel it you get another week there you do that with all the things you you never have to pay you for do anything that with again. 52 different things free year of hbo max there's i mean yeah or and then you do paramount plus on each one of those yeah. and watch all the movies that you want in two weeks on paramount plus well, you heard it here first, folks. Sign up for free trials and then cancel them before they're up. But like, no, actually, you can do it three times because you can do it through the actual app. You can do it through Apple TV. So like, yeah, a you one can do week it, trial. I, I believe you can do it through Amazon too. Yeah, actually. so you get a one week trial in four different places. You yeah, get a, a, a it turns into a month trial. Yeah, you can, imagine how many times you can watch two thousand one by then. Yeah, or freaking Sesame Street. Yeah, or wait till Real Sex comes back on their late night, and then and then yeah, cash in all these free jack bundles. after those Andy Griffith episodes. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, I'm looking forward to seeing this movie, Tim. Yeah, I'm not gonna drop acid while I watch it. No, you know what I'm pissed about, Tom? What? My favorite uh, museum, the Museum of the Moving Image in mm-hmm. Astoria. They had a whole 2001 oh. exhibit. Yeah, and a couple summers ago, or like 2019, I guess, uh, they like showed 2001 on the big screen oh, in like nice. 35 yeah. millimeter, like all summer. The big screen where we saw Dunkirk. Yeah, I saw a lot of movies there, Tom. Yeah, I saw Raiders of the Lost Ark. I've seen that movie as well on the big screen. On a big screen. On the big screen. Not on the big screen. Yeah. I guess uh, you're right. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm looking forward to seeing this movie. Uh, like I said, I, I tried to watch it once, like years ago, and uh, okay, uh, you had me but now, to but now I've got now I know what it's going to be about. Yeah. I'm going to be able to really enjoy it. Uh, do you know anything about uh, 2010, the like sequel to this? No, maybe I mean, we'll it talk sounds about like a that. bad movie to me, a bad story to like make a sequel. It's yeah. like a very standalone story. But yeah, just um, curious what that's even like about. Maybe we'll uh, talk about that on a future no. episode. Hey. Oh wait, hold on. This is not the comment of the week. Well, we gotta uh, we gotta make sure we can squeeze it in uh, after seven episodes <laughs> of Man versus B. Um, William says William Tomlinson says. I thought since, you already gave a comment of the week. I know this is not the comment. Of the oh, week, okay. This is another comment. This is a comment. Since the movie is so long, tell tell me what what might have gotten my goat with this a little bit. Since the movie is so long, maybe we should do it as two episodes. Monkeys and Moon Parts is one, and then the rest as a second episode. What what got you mad? No, it didn't get me mad, but it was kind of like, hey, slow your roll, William. And the Monkeys and Moons? No. Since the movie is so long, maybe we should do it as two episodes. <laughs> oh, that he's including himself? <laughs> I mean, that's... It's a community. This yeah, is what we've done. A, we've we've fostered so much engagement that everybody feels... I, this Tim, is exactly... This I is the end game yeah, I'm asking I mean, for. But, but you said it made you mad. <laughs> no, you know what? I'm now channeling that uh, into joy. Thank you, William. You yeah, know what? Finally. Mark... Finally, You're being all stripped this of the comment of the week. William Donaldson, comment of the week. Because he finally gets it that we're he a community. We're all in this together. Sound off in the comments. Thank you for being patrons. We love you very much. Watch the movie next week. Get high and watch it. Um, 
It's going to be good. Actually, uh, Ian Mankus said, don't watch the movie for the first time while on drugs. Okay. Well, you heard it there first. Uh, either get high or don't. It's up to you. It'll always be up to you on this podcast. Just don't. We'll never get you high against your will. <laughs> don't use those 95%. Oh, no, no, yeah. Oh, don't don't go to, you know, the, the nearest team, you know, and say, hey, you got any of those uh, 95% vapes yeah, that I can try? Barf at the hospital or something. Yeah. Maybe I'll start doing it uh, morning to night and then for a week and then I'll watch this movie. Don't do that. Just, See get, you next just week. get a little high if you want. We'll see you next week. <laughs>